The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3V, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3V promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's book pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. I owe a great deal to Bertie Wooster and Jeeves. Much of my learning has come from Jeeves, actually. And I can't remember which book it was in, in which Bertie was struggling to find the reference about Stout Cortez. And Jeeves, of course, was able to tell him it was on first looking to Chapman's Homer, the poem by the poet Wordsworth. I think it was the poet Wordsworth, wasn't it, Jeeves? The poem is what, it looked, what Stout Cortez felt on a peak in Darien when he first gazed at the Pacific. And that's the feeling that the poet had when he first looked into Chapman's translation of Homer. And now and again in my professional life, I've had that experience. The book Clinical Epidemiology, for example, when it came out of McMaster, had this same experience that this is something completely new, as indeed was the work of Ian Chambers when he first produced Effective Care in Pregnancy and child and Childbirth. His huge, literally huge, because this was in the days before the internet, his huge review of evidence in childbirth that led on to the Cochrane collaboration. A third experience was in looking at the Dartmouth Healthcare Atlas and just becoming familiar with the work of Professor John E. Venberg, Jack Venberg, to everyone who's worked with him. Venberg's first foray into this was a study of the difference between Boston and New Haven. Both New England cities with a fairly similar racial and mix, social class mix, and both served, of course, by huge medical complexes. And both very proud of the fact they offered high quality care, but What emerged from his studies were, and I quote from his new book called Tracking Medicine, a researcher's quest to understand healthcare, he found that for some operations, and I quote, the chances of surgery were much higher in New Haven than in Boston. During the 1980s, for example, a resident of New Haven was twice as likely to undergo a hysterectomy as a Bostonian. For carotid end arterectomy and hip replacement, the risk was, respectively, 2.4 2.4 and 1.6 times greater for residents of Boston. So here are these these meccas of what we would now call evidence-based medicine and high-quality medicine, but they were doing different things. They were treating people in different rates. And it couldn't be explained by difference in need. It was, there was something else going on. Jack Venberg then went on to study what happened in small New England towns. And again, he found huge variations particularly in surgery, but also in medicine. And these variations were, he said, due to the culture. There's a culture of overuse. That culture was affected by things like payment systems. But there was a culture, because even when the payment system was the same, you saw different rates of operation. 
this concept of culture developed, and he, he, for example, he said, imagine you get four orthopedic surgeons and one retires. How do they find a replacement? Well, they go back to their old residency program. Four people reapply. Who do they select? They select the one that's most like them. And then when the, 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 the new boy or new girl arrives in town, local people play a part in shaping the culture. For example, oh, we operate in backs in this town. Out of this came another brilliant insight that he developed with Al Mully, Professor of General Internal Medicine at Harvard, at the Massachusetts General. And that was, if patient preference played a big part, then we had to know the patient's values. How did the patient value either a good outcome or a bad outcome? Was the patient, did they value risk avoidance? Was that something that they placed a high value on? And this led to the concept of shared decision-making and to the development of the Foundation for Informed Medical Decision-Making. They difficulty in getting this funded to start off with, so a company was set up called Health Dialogue. But then they found the big insurers were very willing to take these decision aids because the decision aids reduced healthcare costs and improved patient satisfaction and patient experience. Venberg's landmark publication was, of course, the Dartmouth, Dartmouth Atlas of Healthcare in 1998. But he's still making big waves with the variation. He's still very unpopular. And although he hasn't really focused on the part that, that the, the payment system plays, the, the incentives that the provider has, he's still regarded with extreme distrust by certain branches of the medical profession. There's a, a terrific review of his book, Tracking Medicine, in the New York Review of Books. And it's by Arnold Relman, who used to be the editor of the New England Journal of Medicine. And this is the September 30th uh, edition of the New York Review. And, and he says that the, there's a need to look at the incentives for healthcare providers, particularly physicians, the, the incentives that drive increased use. We've been left with many great concepts by Jack Venberg. One of them, which has influenced us in producing the NHS Atlas of Variation, is the, the concept of unwarranted variation. And that's variation that's not explained by patient preference or need. He's also developed the concept of the surgical signature, the concept that there are certain surgeons and surgical services that have a, a signature for high levels of intervention. But all of this came from the simple insight that we had to look at the cartography of medicine, how healthcare was distributed, and when it related to need and when it did not relate to need. And so far as individual patients were concerned, when it took into account the values and preferences of the individual patient and when it did not. So, Stout Cortez, I can see you now. I've also this picture in my mind of a peak in Darien looking over the Pacific and if you want to get a feeling of what it's like, get a copy of the Dartmouth Atlas of Healthcare or buy and read Tracking Medicine, a researcher's quest to understand healthcare. It's like first looking into Chapman's homework.